What is this, Lady Ada? Hey, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell. We're back to hosting. Uh, thanks to Noah Pedro and JP who have jumped in uh, and Liz helped. Was Liz was co hosting. Yeah. We've got it's a superstar team. Um, but we're here, me, Miss Lady Ada, you know, thing one, thing two of Ada Fruit behind us, the Ada Fruit headquarters. Uh, but for the next uh, 30 minutes or so, we're going to check in with everybody from the maker community, Adafruit folks, DigiKey folks, Make folks. It's going to be a star studded. We have, we have some, like, yeah, we have uh, all the luminaries, I guess, of uh, the, the. Some are what, literally what's called, glowing. What's called the, the maker movement. But you know, one of the cool things about the world of making is everyone is a star and everyone is um able to show and share it's not yeah. just it's just not just a few people it's everyone so this is uh pretty exciting so that's right let's, let's kick, kick it off. right off so first up uh, jay. jay from digikey jay what do you got going hey, on this week okay so this week what i'm doing is i'm actually recording a lot because i finally got done with all my trips and i'm finally writing up and recording a video on how i made my project helen backpack so this on my desk right here is my test setup for a recording for people can see on my screen, which can't really show it right now and stuff. But if I turn everything on, it should. Oh, okay. It'll start looking for a face. Oh, that's cool. Okay. But yeah, I'm just currently running everything up and trying to get. Ooh, well that happened. Exciting. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get everything written up and together. That way I can post the video so and show everyone how they can make their own Helen or take the stuff from Helen that I've learned and put it in your own projects. Just, you know, open sourcing everything and making sure everyone can learn and continue making some cool stuff. All, All right. right where awesome. can, if people wanted to um, start following you on social media or where all these videos are going uh, to be when you release them, what, what, what should they do? They should follow me on Twitter or Instagram yeah. and also follow DigiKey. Yeah, uh, I'm always going to be tagging DigiKey. I'm always going to be reposting the work and sharing the work. But Got the it. best way to keep in contact me and my random hectic lifestyle is definitely Twitter because I just post everything there. Okay, what's your handle? Your tag? Uh, J odd underscore J A two Y's because I'm weird that way. It's all good. Okay. All right. Well, folks can post that a link to it in the chat, and then also if folks follow DigiKey. Definitely the videos that you're working on there um, will be there. Yep. All right. Okay, well, thanks so much, Jay. And keep coming back and showing the, um, the progress of your bots and more. Of course. Okay. Right. Thanks so much, Jay. It's great to see you and your bots. I like how they're all red. You're like, you got like a color now because you got like the Yeah, yeah it's on, it's on brand. Reaction. I love and it. I get funding now, too. Yeah. Now, I, like your I like your backdrop. We should do, wasn't there like um, a website that was rating um, bookshelves for all the talking heads of politicians? And, yeah. And, <laughs> And on like, like during, on the, on the news, mm. we could do it for like makers. Like, hey, like check out our, you were our gonna work. Do a work you were going to do a workbench like like right before COVID. You were like, let's do a workbench like share a thing. A workbench then... gallery thing yeah. where yeah. everyone yeah. just that could up. Be fun. Yeah, it would be a social network of just workbenches. Um, so anyways, we'll maybe try that out. Okay. See you later, Jay. Bye, Later. Okay. Next up, one of my favorite people in the entire world. One of the bestest people on planet Earth. Sherry, what are you doing? What are you up to? Well, this week we're up to, this is our second annual Maker Music Festival and campus, and we are getting ready to launch on Saturday, May 14th and 15th. It's a virtual campus, which is open all year. We'll be adding 10 new, nine or 10 new buildings, about 100 makers, and that'll take us up to 30 buildings and over 400 maker projects. New this year, we've added Search, which now it's going to make it really easy for anyone to go in and figure out how to find someone and actually even a genre of music if you want to follow along. 
we, we put in place a young maker competition um, all around circuit bending this year, and we have five winners, all young, um, young students, 12 to 16 years old, out of the UK. Their names are Thomas, Heath, Lucian, Rainbow, and Isabel. Um, I'll come back and maybe, maybe we can do something and, and showcase them, but they, they, in a one and a half minute video, they actually created circuit bending instruments and they documented it. It's really brilliant. Oh. So, so love to see them doing that. And maybe we could run a video and show some of the other great acts and then I'll wrap it up. That's right. We have video and I'm going to play it now. As soon as I remember how the interface works on this. Yes, I do. Okay, here we go. Um, so I'm going to play the video now. All right. Okay, that was a journey into music in space. It was. I mean, it's as you can see, a lot of amazing makers doing really cool things. We have five curated buildings, one by Dorkbot, San Francisco, where you'll see like Nat, he Nat Heckert, Moldover, a few other great people. Brian Alexander, a product designer out of Michigan. UMass Lowell is doing a whole building on Minecraft, your students' um, performance and making music in Minecraft. Uh, our French friends are doing something, and we have Captain Credible out of um, Copenhagen, um, and he's got a whole building too, doing things in microbit. So I don't know. Join us; it's free. We've got the schedule up on the website. You need to just register. There's a Saturday link and Sunday link. The first session on Saturday. Saturday is mostly perform or mostly presentations and workshops. The first one is by Brian Alexander: Workflows for Makers and Artists, How to Help get you going on designing instruments. So anyway, it'll be a great weekend. And also just a shout out to our super maker, Loriano, who's down in Argentina, who's really pushing forward 
circuit bending and making around the world. So this is truly a global show. And thanks, everyone. And thanks, Adafruit, for your support. Okay. okay. And if folks can, um, I got to go on to the next person, but if folks can put it in all the chats so they can check out. Uh, I know the URL was on the screen, but please put it there, too. All right, Sherry, we'll keep coming back leading up to the event, too. You're welcome here every single show and tell. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Sherry. And thank you for all the work on this. I know. No, thanks. I mean, it's nothing compared to what everyone's done and you guys. So thank you. Yeah, it's Appreciate it. Teamwork, dream work, you know. Absolutely. All right. Next up, welcome back, Scott. How's it going? Hey, thanks for having me. What have, uh, what have you been installing CircuitPython on? Uh, well, this this uh, latest project of mine doesn't run CircuitPython yet, although we'll use CircuitPython. So yeah. as folks know, I've been on paternity leave, which it's important. I want to say it's important for everybody to, to both have paternity leave and take it. Um, so this is just the first stint of paternity leave. But we have, my wife and I have, I have a new project. This Yay. is Ari. Oh, you got sleep mode working. That's great. Uh, there are some bugs in it. <laughs> we'll see if I'll be able to put it down. It, it, it wakes down. up All at inopportune right. times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been a quite the journey so far and uh, I'm happy to be back. And if folks need something from me, please let me know because my schedule will be more flexible than it was before because I'll have uh, another project that I'm working on. Okay. All right. Well, I just want to say what a cool life this kid's going to have because you're, you're really fun to be around and you're so patient <laughs> and you teach people so much stuff. I, I feel like this kid is going to have a fantastic time so um i'm looking forward to meeting meeting this kiddo um and uh blinka uh puppets mm -hmm. and more ahead like you know we have the puppet show and stuff for younger kids but um there, there's a lot of things that we want to do for even younger kids as yeah. they explore technology and more so you have our one of our first uh, beta testers maybe for some of this stuff oh yeah for sure i, I was like should i bring him on show and tell us like he's going to be a part of this just like knowing pedro have, yeah, uh, they're in, in all those videos too. So, all right. And so, um, for folks who tune into Deep Dive, Foamy Guy is probably going to be continuing to do some of it, all of it. We're, we're working this out, but yeah, I got to talk with him. He's been doing a great job. So, I don't, I don't see, I'm hoping he'll keep up while I, uh, yeah, figure things out. And then, um, you know, hug report to, to you. That's what we do at Ada for to, to you, Scott. The, the momentum of Circuit Python. Um, things just kept happening. The community kept mm -hmm. building and you're coming back and the whole thing is not on fire. Yeah, so, it's uh, been great. It's been great to see that CircuitPython's doing so well and, and it doesn't need me to, to keep moving forward. So 300 uh, more. all the folks that joined over the break. I saw a lot of new folks come in. So that's yeah. just awesome. Yeah. So thank you so much for building something that is bigger than all of us. Yeah, well, I, I knew at some point I would want to step away. So yeah. it's nice to be able to prove it out. All right. Well, thanks, Scott. And thanks for bringing Kiddo by. Oh, yeah, no problem. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye. Okay. Jeff. Jeff, what you got going on? You are giving me a tough act to follow. I know, that is, yeah, that is fair. Yeah, so um, I recently uh, got a lot more into the PIO peripheral of the RP2040 and added some stuff to the guide. So I'm going to switch over to my down camera. So uh, with the PIO Peripheral, we had the ability in CircuitPython to send data out to it once, and then it would return to your Python program, and your Python program would keep running. And we decided, well, maybe we want to do that in the background. So this uh, demo here is running without an uh, LED controller. It's just controlling all of the lines directly from the PIO peripheral. 
which writes out the digits continuously while the CircuitPython program continues counting up. So if you look at it, there's just one call to background write, and then after that, it just changes the digits and they automatically update. So that's pretty cool. There are about four demos um, in the learn guide, and this is another one. It's nice writing keycap. NeoPixels. Uh, hey, yeah. you have you have a limited edition keycap on there. I saw. I do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. That was handed to me by uh, PT himself. That's right. So anyway, this one is writing NeoPixels in the background. So you can eke out a little more performance when you are updating your animation at the same time as it's outputting. And so just to demo, I'm not sure how my frame rate is on this camera, yeah, but fine. as we get faster and faster, for me, it just turns to white or slightly purple because of the keycaps, because it can update so quickly, it actually updates faster than the NeoPixels do. So that's uh, a little fun project. This one uses, uh, no, I don't know if this one uses Async IO. One of the demos uses Async IO, which is cool. And then this one did not make the guide because I was just wiring it up today. Last one. Um, I am controlling 128 LEDs and just updating them in software in CircuitPython with a new brightness level. And then the PIO peripheral is continuously updating the LEDs. And it's a really slick display and it's pretty mesmerizing in person. So Ooh. that's what I've been up to. Check out the guide. And you know, for me, this really kind of opened my third eye of what PIO um, can do. Let me switch back to my camera for the last yeah. couple of seconds. By the way, your overhead camera looks really good this week. I don't know if you've been doing anything different, but good work. Uh, before we went on, I just pressed the autofocus lock or yeah. auto exposure lock button 92 times until it was right. That's, that was that's what I do too. We and have a toaster oven at home that has a button that just has a picture of a pizza on it. So sometimes yeah. the automatic settings just work. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I mean, this really kind of opened up my mind to, to more things that PIO can do and hope other people will check out the guide and you know find other cool stuff right on so learn.adafruit.com folks can check it yep. out okay thanks so much yeah thank right, you thank Good you night. all right phil b what you got going on this week oh my gosh i'm up okay yep um Hi. boy <laughs> surprise. Uh, shocking surprise you're on video yeah, all, all these all these awesome maker things and i just had like filthy old computers to show off like just, i want yes. filthy old computers yes. now yes one i of am us. done I am done collecting computers. Yeah, okay. I don't need to collect any more computers. Um, I, I, I'll show you in a sec. Anyway, I, I've brought this to show and tell before. This is a um, hot MSX computer, which was a, a kind of a standardized uh, computer format from the 1980s. Yeah, it didn't make inroads here. It was kind of a Europe and Japan thing, and they were all based on the same reference design. So. It, they were all the same machine. And so every company, they kind of focused on their industrial design, the case and the keyboard to kind of set them all apart. And I thought this one was pretty cool just with this very angular keyboard. I love the space has the word space on the it. Space, yes. Um, and then like caps and there's that line. It's kind of a nice uh, graphic design on the yeah, keyboard. Yeah, there's always, always something very visual going on with these machines. And I like this one. You know, this is cool, but honestly, it's it was a bit of a compromise. It wasn't really the machine I wanted, which is like extremely rare. You'll never find one, right? Except. Except. except yeah. Oh, uh, you found a red one. one. Yeah, I have a black one. Yeah, that's oh man, that hit bit. The condition of that looks perfect. Wow, it, that's it, shiny. It, it not per, there's some little scuffs here and there, but it's in uh, very nice I can't shape. Tell from here. And oh, the reason, wow. The reason I wanted this one specifically, um, 
they made this uh, in, in three colors, uh, black, white, and red. But outside Japan, like all of Europe, you could only get the black model. Yeah. So this was exclusively Japanese. And interesting thing, this was kind of a trend in the mid-80s. Um, JVC did it with their camcorders and a couple others. Um, in Japanese design, um, there's like a primacy to the color red. Like it's not on the rainbow. It sits up there alongside black and white and red. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so um, you know, think well, about GBC had a lot of like red only TVs and stuff. Yeah. We have yeah. one. So you, you think about you know Ultraman or uh the movie Akira, the poster with the, the red motorcycle. You yeah. know, it, it's a very Japanese aesthetic. And uh, I think like the rest of the world would look at it and think, oh, it's cute, like a ladybug or, or yeah. it's like a toy. But it was a very serious thing um, for its intended market. So yeah. that's why I was I was happy to uh, find one of these that I could actually afford. Even has the original, it's a Sony sticker on it too. Yeah, uh, I'm glad it still has the sticker. Ah, uh, so this is great. That, that's nice. That was a happy find, and that was that was one of my holy grail computers. To well, find. it fits in a shadow box. Yeah. You can put it on the wall. We have a, yes. we have a black one, um, and so uh, I I don't know. I guess that means there's a market share of these now uh, out there. We we have at least probably ten percent of the ones that are in uh, remaining circulation. It I got know. me thinking. You know how there's these cultural artifacts that get pillaged. And like time goes by and people are like, hey, you know what? You really should return that. Yeah. It's cultural to them. I wonder if some of these, some of these things we collect are someday going to reach that kind of thing where it's like, you know, that that belongs in a Japanese museum specifically. Um, I'm totally willing to um, work with any museum. Like I have like this Arduino museum of like all the Arduinos. I would love to work with a museum in Italy one day if they don't have them to make sure that, you know, there's a place where people could see all these things. Cause it's not like we're going to have one uh, museum anytime soon uh, here yeah. in New York city, but maybe um, that's beautiful. Thanks for sharing it. Right. Yeah. Yes. But I, I, I thought you would appreciate that. Yeah. It's beautiful. Cause yeah. Yeah. I think we both, I think we both were uh, seeking that, that item. Yeah. I, think, I mean, this is almost as cool as Scott's baby. I mean, like it's, it's really, <laughs> it's up there. It's, no. <laughs> uh, all righty. Anyway, take care. Thank you. All right, JP, what you got going on? Uh, that was gorgeous. I love that computer. Yeah. Uh, speaking of computers, a lot of you know that people are trying to get their hands on these Raspberry Pi computers because they're they're, they're, uh, they're hard to find. And uh, what's been happening is we've been putting them out in batches of uh, fifty or a hundred when we get them, but they sell out really quickly. So uh, a website called rpilocator.com. Uh, use a bunch of bots and things to figure out when different resellers have them in stock and they automatically tweet. So working with Liz, I built this alarm that goes off the moment that tweet goes out. So this is a Feather TFT ESP32 S2. It is on my Wi-Fi. It is checking the Twitter feed of our locator for the keywords uh, in stock at Adafruit. And when that comes in stock, this thing yeah goes off so you can't ignore it you'll see it you'll hear it you can come over you can look on the screen it'll tell you the timestamp for when those were in stock uh and i think how many were released basically it's the text of the tweet and you can quickly run to your computer and buy one and don't uh don't 
don't resell them like a jerk. Just buy them. When you <laughs> yeah, and don't don't buy one every day. We don't, don't try do to be fancy with fake addresses. Don't do any yeah. of that. But if you have a legitimate need, uh, this could come in handy. It's also, of course, a, a project that you could generalize to searching pretty much any Twitter feed for a particular keyword and having an alarm go off. So so use it yeah. for whatever you like. But I've got it set up for uh, Raspberry Pi finding right now. Right. Right. Or like you lost some more civil rights. You never know. I mean, like whatever. <laughs> what whatever's the, going on. What are the odds of that happening? Fine. Okay. Um, all right. Well, JP, folks can tune in tomorrow to see you work on this and more on JP. Yes. Come on right. by. Tomorrow I've got a cool little composite video hack sort of ESP thing going on. So All right. All right, so check that out. Okay, we are a little talky tonight, so we're going to do Noah Pedro, Liz, and then Matt the Maker. So if you each keep it to three minutes each, we can do it, which is totally Possible. within the realms of possibilities. Oh, wow. First off, Scott, ah, uh, my heart, it's filling, <laughs> and it's not You're ever going to stop filling. Your heart will never start filling. Oh, and I, I heard what Jeff said. Don't worry, the kid's going to be super fun, like right now. Ah, so as I get, I get out of this meeting, he's going to run over and be like, Daddy! And it's just like, ah, too much. <laughs> Hey, what anyway. is going on here? <laughs> All right, anyway, no, show yeah. off your LED thing. Yeah, show off your LED project. No <laughs> babies, don't show me any babies. Ah. It's a lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we 3D printed a piece. We can, we can bring our baby up and show, have him it's show it off. fine. We have a dog, too. Um, <laughs> we got some 3D printed signs using these neon, like, uh, NeoPixel strips. They're really fun and flexible. So we thought we'd make a nice, easy project where you just use the full meter-long strip and just press fit it into a little 3D printed sign. So we have a lightning bolt, a Blinka, um, a rainbow, and a KitKat. So if folks want to find out how to make your own 3D printed sign with a nice neon-like NeoPixel strip, check out the Learn Guide. It's running off of the Cutie Pie RP2040, running CircuitPython with the LED animation library. Awesome. All right. And that's my um, pitch. <laughs> Anything else before I continue on? Yeah. Um, do you want to show this one off, Pedro? That's all you. Oh. Okay. Um, oh. We got our, oh. our Apple oh. AirPod Max um, headphones. And yeah. we're 3D printing some of these kind of covers. So this yeah. is that flexible filament stuff. Nice. And it just press fits into it. So it's going to protect the, the mesh. And we got some ideas, like maybe some Lego studs, yeah. some kitty ears, some horns, dragon horns. What actually might be really handy cool is, um, is you put the, you know, the yeah. email or how to get in touch with the person who owns it in case you leave them somewhere. Because it's like, yeah, right? well, you put it on the top. Yeah, well, they have the find my code. code. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it has a find my built in. Yeah, it has a find my. So one of the things about this, um, you can use the little SIM card um, popper outer. Oh, and, right. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can. There is some customization, but it's interesting. I think what we're doing now is what Apple is about to do. So all these different pieces can be customized and just like Apple watch bands and stuff like that. So I think we're ahead of it. So we have a lot of cool ideas that are super weird. And I've been experimenting around in, um, in, in New York where we're at. Everyone has headphones on. And I've been asked yeah. about like, where did you get those different ones from Apple? Because I have some weird things I've been doing. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be neat. I think folks are going to enjoy this. Yeah, we'll do some side ones too. The, the so real estate on our heads is heads. valuable. We should decorate it and do cool things and light it up and other stuff as well. Face make a estate. handle. Make a handle. Yeah. All sorts yeah. of stuff. Yeah. All, All right, cool. Thank you. All right. Thank you so Thanks, much. Folks. All right, Liz, what you got going on? Hey, how's it going? Um, this week I built a laser harp. Of course oh. you did. Right. And so um, we were talking last night of adding some more features. So um, this is some new code that's not yet in the guide where depending on the height, um, you got different instruments playing. Ooh, the cat's excited. 
yeah, uh, the lasers are not on because the cats go insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I added a switch specifically for them. Um, Cat mode. Yes, uh, and then there's also pitch bend too. Um, when you raise and lower your hand, so that's new as well. Um, and I'll be doing a demo video for that and one minute video that'll be going around. So this is super cool. This is one of the um, Adafruit projects that we've wanted to do. It's always it was always hard, always expensive impossible to make impossible to like do a guide or something but now it's all possible so thanks for bringing this to life liz yeah it was really fun and i play a lot with pocket operators and kind of the tabletop synths and this integrated right into my setup so i'll be yeah. using it going forward um, i think it's because it's so it's so like interact it's like it's so like um expressive you know what i mean because you can really move your body into it and i love instruments where it's like the body gets involved yeah, same, same. Yes. It is cool to go to shows, but when the DJ or the musician is just pressing like a button on a Mac on stage, <laughs> it's, you know, there's a lot that went into it. However, um, this seems to me like something that you might uh, see at a, at a live show uh, that complements some of the electronic music that's going on too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, cool. Well, thank you, Liz. All right, nice work, Liz. And thank you, Liz's cats, for being patient yes. and understanding. All right, I'm about to make the place out. How's it going? Good. How are you? All yeah. right. What you got going on? So um, I'm working on a Pi Zero 2 upgrade of this project, which is um, like a heads-up display Nerf scope. It's got the Pi Cam, HDMI port, and then the interface is a rotary encoder. Um, so for the the new one, I use um, this gamepad that I use for Pi Glass V2. So you can um, move the crosshair with the D-pad. Um, change the color, change the pattern, and uh, reset it. And then one of the new features I came up with is there's an IMU in here. And if I turn it past two-thirds, it rotates the camera. So you're looking um, right side up, even though the gun is, is uh, being held sideways. Cool. So I how you're taking this project and doing more and more with it, like every week. Yeah, um, the fun part, like whenever I'm really having fun with the project, it's in a cardboard box and I'm working on the software. You know, like that's like the that's where I get the most enjoyment and the most um, stuff done. All right. Well, thank you, Matt. And uh, please continue to keep coming back on the show and tell. And then you're also working on some guys with us, too. See yep. Happening. All okay, right. Cool. All right. Thanks so much, Matt. Thank you, Thanks. Matt. All right, that's our show. Right, tell everybody. It's good to be back. Thanks so much for spending this half an hour with us. This is our favorite half an hour of the week. Every single week when we get a chance to do it, but also when we don't, we um, enjoy the show uh, when we get finished with Asking an Engineer and then we watch all the makers there. So uh, keep coming back. Keep showing and sharing your projects. Thanks so much, everyone. We're here every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Ask an Engineer starts in a couple minutes. See you all soon. See you in a couple minutes, everybody.